Hello, beautiful souls. We bring you conscious content filled with empowering information. Designed to align you with the fulfilling freedom of activated awareness. I am Rachel Alcyon. And I am Daniel Alcyon. Welcome Welcome to to the the Ecstatic Ecstatic Existence Existence Podcast. Hello, beautiful souls from around the world. You are tuning in to the Ecstatic Existence Podcast. And I'm very ecstatic about the guests we have with us today. Each week, we bring you interviews with leaders in health, wellness, spirituality, conscious thought from around the world. And today, we're going hyper-local. We come at you from Bainbridge Island, Washington. And our guest is also right here from the island. So it's exciting, but we're going to touch in on how there is an international and global appeal here to this local artist. I'm Daniel Alcyon. And I'm Rachel Alcyon. And we have with us Island Halogram. Mm-hmm. Island is a multidisciplinary artist, and Rachel and I first came in contact with her at a performance here, a live show, that was um, really stunning. There was so much going on. <laughs> yeah, really breathtaking, powerful, uh, fun, silly, um, yeah, beautiful, and, and multi-sensory. So yeah, Island would be singing and uh, having this amazing music, and then meanwhile there were uh, projection mapping, live visuals going on, there were live performers, there were aerial silk and hoop artists, um, there was a dancer, martial arts were involved. <laughs> yeah, so and really things. high vibe, really spiritual, you know, like a lot of um, sacred geometry woven throughout, um, Kabbalistic, incredible uh, yeah, depth of spirituality. Um, so it's not just like a circus sideshow, it's um, so, so much more. And I know that there's even more depth in, into <laughs> it that like maybe I didn't even pick up. So <laughs> a lot of magic. Yeah, and, you know, really multi-sensory. Um, it was a really cool event. We we took the kids, and they were just stunned and wowed yeah, by everything blown that was away. going on. <laughs> it's really surreal and dreamy and etheric. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, the cool thing is, Ilan almost presents herself as, like, a character, like a, like a cosmonaut or, like, a space traveler <laughs> that is... Speaking a, speaking a message of hope and consciousness and evolution to us lowly humans. <laughs> At least that's what I got out of it. So let's hear a little bit about you and, you know, what's your journey in music? Um, how do you put all this crazy <laughs> things together into one uh, focus and one image and one source of inspiration? Well, um, my background is musical theater. Yeah. I grew up doing like so many plays I was always doing a play and I was obsessed with singing and dancing and performance but the content of musical theater is not exactly what I'm into Mm -hmm. um the style of the performance it's just a little bit you know grating to me a little dated yeah (laughs) that too campy yeah campy like most of the shows that I would have to try out for would have, like, no meaning to me whatsoever. Right. You're like, why is a million dollars going to this? Right. It's not changing um, your life no, or really anybody's. Anyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like fluff. Right. Um, and it would just be frustrating to be doing these productions with so much money and backing behind it, but no content that I thought was 
worthwhile. Um, so I broke away from that and I studied uh, a digital music technology um, so that I could write my own songs. Um, I also play instruments, but I wanted to produce my own songs so that I had more control over um, the sound and stuff like that. So it's been a long journey. I also train in dance. Um, I do mostly African dance, mm. um, but I've always been a dancer. And so incorporating that into the show is really important to me. Yeah, and I, I feel such a resonance with you because I have a similar background. And that's the thing I love about the dance world is that they have like t gone away from what musical theater has been doing with all the campiness yeah. and, the, and the like kind of lack of substance, yeah. um, you know, themes. Um, and it's all about the depth and like how weird and bizarre can we take it and like let's just like stretch the you know yeah. the edges. Um, yeah, really? I, I yeah. So my so my dancer heart really fell in love with what you're doing, um, and saw yeah. Well, I just what feel it like takes. there's like a lack of um, platforms for dancers to like perform. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, it's, it's not, you don't speak when you're a dancer. So I think that maybe that limits, um, the platform that you can put them in, but I love dance so much. So I've been working on the structure of the show to easily host dancers or performance artists. Like we've had, um, the prayer warriors of prayer warriors come do like a prayer ceremony with yeah. us before cool um we've had and all your aerial stuff yeah we had like an african proverb once that we wove into it so we like to feature people that maybe don't get a chance to be featured that have like really high skill level you know um and also like to give them something interesting to explore in the dance because a lot of the time dancers just are like the go-go dancer right side and like not much substance going on and I know that being a dancer myself I like to explore themes when you know I'm going into that so I try to provide that for the dancers that I work with so that they can express themselves a little bit differently Mm -hmm. Yeah, something that I really appreciated about the performance that you put on is the collaborative nature of it, that there's like so many different energies and you can see that the artists are all, uh, they're like invested in the project. And that comes across because something that I've always enjoyed with some of my personal past artistic expressions and like street art projects and things like that is the power that comes through more than one vision. So one person can kind of have a vision or an idea, and that's cool. It has some depth mm -hmm. and some body. But then when you start adding to it, it's like, here's the general concept we're going with. What can you bring to the table? Or what do you feel and resonate off of that? And what layer of depth can you add to this project? And that reads, it like translates really well because in the end of it, you're just like, you know, I was really blown away. Mm -hmm. There's so much there. And a cool thing too is how you added a real element of fun. Because, yeah, you're like a space alien teaching humans how to evolve <laughs> and like be conscious and everything. But 
there was like a little bit of like silliness and a little like f- sacred humor, like fun vibe in but it as well. But still really reverent at the I same time. Like it's so important to laugh. Mm-hmm. And like one of the things that I feel like is lacking sometimes in like the spiritual world is that. Like, right. You know, it's, I don't think of like angels, I'm, I'm just going to use that word. Yeah, do it. As like these like serious, like. You know, entities right. that are just like, it's more like, when you feel great, you want to laugh. Well, yeah, yeah. There's a couple. Yeah, of and, there's, sure, yeah. and there's okay, a Yeah, that was a bad example. But like, you, you know, you need to laugh to feel, you know, to feel deeply. Alive. It's part yeah. of leading an ecstatic existence. Yeah, right? like, laughter, crying, like, mm-hmm. and all in between. And that's something else that I feel like is missing in the dance world and kind of why I stepped away is because it's like, how many times can we do, like, angstful, like, bleeding yeah. heart? Like, like <laughs> totally. I'm rolling on the floor and my shit, everything, like, everything sucks. And, like, <laughs> I don't, how many times are we going to oh do my that? God. Well, and that's, that's what a modern point. dance is, is, like, so much angst and pain and, yeah. like... How dysfunctional can you be? Well, that's interesting because with songwriting, actually, um, you know, a lot of people will write those kind of songs. Like, yes. Oh, my heart. <laughs> yeah. You know, like... <laughs> or, or like, I'm in love. Like, you know, those are the deepest feelings, I don't know, that are conveyed in pop radio a lot of the right. time. Not the deepest. I'm sure there are other ones. But, um... I just like to explore themes that are a little bit more untouched, you know? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, there's so much bleeding heart with what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And so here's another thing, too, that I notice (laughs) is there are definitely musicians out there that touch into, like, some of the themes that you do. They tend to be more of, like, the singer-songwriter... Like, um, there's a certain vibe. Like folky. Very well, folky. Or, or like... Or kind of, like, cheesy, new-agey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I know what you're talking about. And, like, and like here's the here's the problem that I have, is, like, I want to go there. Like, I want all the high-vibe lyrics, but, like, like I don't need your, like, really cheesy drum beat or... Um, yeah, I mean, like, like, I even listen to, like, w- like, praise and worship, like, reggae that, like, I'm not super stoked on the... On the all the lyrics, all the musicality of it, but I I'm into the lyrics because I just I want to be in worship, I want to be in praise, I want to be synced up with the divine and in gratitude, right? Yeah, I just remembered what I was gonna say too. Like when I wrote songs that were like dark a long time ago, when I was you know like a teenager. Right. A long time well, ago, you're sitting here this young fresh thing. <laughs> a well, long I'm time older ago. than I look, but <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, so. I was writing really dark songs and realizing that when I sang them, it was manifesting. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it was making, it was perpetuating what I didn't want in my life. And so I changed my strategy instead of like writing about the thing that was making me sad, I would think about what I would want instead and then write about that instead of taking me out of you know, so that when I was singing, I'm manifesting what I want. Yeah, because all songs ultimately become a mantra, yeah. you know, and, and there's so much power in spoken word, right? Like, in the beginning, God spoke, and yeah. so all the things that we speak are that much more uh, apt to come true. And I feel like 
with singing, it's like a whole production, you know, and so the words become really important. Yeah, and all that feeling behind mm-hmm. it, which is like that missing ingredient for manifesting. You gotta like really feel it. Yeah, and I, I used to also do more for hire type stuff. Oh, so it wasn't even your vision, really. Yeah, and I, and I had to stop doing that, too, because you'd end up singing things that I didn't believe in that I don't want to repeat over and over, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Your voice, is, <laughs> your voice is an exceptionally powerful thing. So let's get into some of your music <clears throat> and hear, well, you yeah, know, hear your vibe and hear how what you bring to the table is a little different than what we might think of as spiritual music. <laughs> Well, and I feel like a lot of your, what I heard in your show, it almost had like this kind of Indian flair yeah, to I it, like the vocal patterning scales. that you do. Yeah. What is it called? Gypsy scales. I use them a lot. I, oh, it's so sexy. I love I love them. it too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also feel like it's sexy, but I also just, I just get bored with, with scales and I like trying new scales and right now I've been really into that. Yeah. It feels good. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so, what song do you want to listen to first? What should we check out first? One with gypsy scales, I hope. Okay, well, I actually, you know, why don't we do Unleash the Dragon, if that's easy oh, cool. to pull up. Cause... Here we go. Unleash the Dragon by Island Halogram.
with yourself mm -hmm. really cool so uh, what do you want to tell us about the creation of this song um well this song's really collaborative um i have jamila uh honey bear is doing the uh poetry and then drum spider did the production of the song well i did i produced the vocals so those layer the layering that you're talking about um i produced but then drum spider is a really similar artist to me in the in the styles that he works in he's really into world beats and i'm really into world scales and so um it's really easy to work with them a lot of the time if i'll send a producer vocals with eastern scales in them they have no idea what to do right and they're like what is this like i where what how do i <laughs> work with this but if i send it to him he's like oh, no problem doesn't even say anything about it being weird. He's like, oh yeah, it's in the scale. No problem. So, yeah, having great collaborators is wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, and you have a poet in there as well? Yeah, yeah. Um, Jamila, my good friend, I've been performing with her for a really long time. She's also an amazing belly dancer. Cool. And she does poetry and belly dance, like, integrated. It's just awesome. Beautiful. <laughs> so... Yeah, well, I, gosh, I really love everything that you're doing. <laughs> yeah. So, Unleash the Dragon, what is this about? What is this dragon you're unleashing? A little bit of the lyrical <laughs> content. Well, it's funny, because I, you know, I almost didn't finish that song, because the chorus is, I don't know, like, Unleash the Dragon, it seemed too simple or something mm. to me. Um... And I was like, oh, maybe people will think that I'm just a Game of Thrones fan. Oh. <laughs> but 
but like I was really writing it about something completely different, but I am a fan, so. Right. <laughs> anyway, um, I was just dealing with really lame stuff in my life. Uh, I, I made an album that I couldn't release because one of the creators erased it. Oh. And like, just made my life not fun for like, a while. Like intentionally? Yes. Um, people are weird about art. I don't even know exactly why that happened, but it did happen. And so I wrote that song kind of as like an empowering song for myself to like, be like, I'm unleashing the dragon. You can't erase my music anymore. Like, right. <laughs> my dragon is here. Right. <laughs> and I'm putting up my protection so that I can do my work in this world. Yeah. Yeah, and what a cool energy to call on to that dragon energy, you know, like ferocious and fierce, uh, you know, when necessary and um you know, yeah, like waking the sleeping dragon, like watch out. Yeah. Uh, but then they also can be like really they're here to be of service and and of love and um compassion and Yeah, great wisdom keepers of the planet too. Yeah. That's a cool thing that I like about your whole vibe is that you do tap into some of these like archetypes and ideas about like, you know, the dragon. Yeah, I'm really into that. Yeah. And just, you know, what, what does that even mean to people? Like, people all over the entire planet have dragon symbolism and dragon lore and dragon legend, and it means different things to different cultures. But so, this idea of unleash the dragon, like, it's kind of interpretive. Like, well, you get to a little bit tap into, like, what what is that? What does that mean for me? I'm, like, pretty intuitive person, so, like, what what happened to me, really, is I have this vision of this this dragon, like, come up to my face, and I, like, saw... The dragon, and it was like, I'm here to protect you. Mm. It's like, wow, and obviously that's very inspiring. Yes. So, um, yeah, that's where the song came from. Yeah, I mean, what you're tapping into there is so cool. When we get into this this idea of like archetypal energy and things like that, is it's something bigger than us, bigger than like you is like, oh, I'm just one little individual here, but you can call upon and you can unleash this like energy of dragon or energy of whatever it is you're calling on that's outside of you it's like bigger than you and timeless and like yeah has been here for millennia and like millions of years yeah. and you can kind of tap into that as a, a, a totem or a inspirational focus i, I feel like it. those stories are sort of untold in music in our culture anyway um and i just feel like it's important you know to tap into those Things outside of ourselves. That yeah. About. Like, that was no Puff the Magic Dragon. That was a whole next level. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to go into another track? What next? Sure. Um, we were kind of talking about Gate of the Snake. Um, more, we, more Serpent. Cool. Yeah. Actually, all the songs I picked for today are sort of like totem animal songs. That's awesome. They're not the only songs I write, but just happen to be what I picked for this Um so uh, I I did another song with Drum Spider mm-hmm. called Gate of the Snake, um, which is also about a totem animal. And um, I just went through this intense experience with a car accident and head injury. And that's what inspired this song. So like a snake is kind of scary, right? And yeah, like intimidating. 
Yeah, there's like primal fear associated with snow yeah. candy. Yeah. Well, yeah. and religious fear. Yeah. Um, you know? Yeah. And also, um, you know, like the staff of... The yeah, Caduceus. Yeah, the Caduceus. Yeah. That's also was big inspiration for the song because, um, you know, Just healing power. healing, yeah. Because um, I had to really go deep into myself to find that that healing power, that, like, life force energy. Kundalini, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, this song was about facing that deep, like, kind of scary, transformative energy and, like, facing it and moving into it and, like, not um, being afraid because that, you know, that's what it takes to heal yourself sometimes. Yeah, so you ha- you were in a car accident, you had a head injury, and how long after that did this was this song birthed? Just a few months. How long ago was your accident? Um, about nine or ten months ago. Okay, yeah. So you're still on an upward healing journey. Yeah, definitely. And this song is really recent and, yeah. and relevant for you. We yeah. just made the music video, released the music video for it as well, which is a lot darker than any other music video I've released, which is fun for me, really, because I right. just like to have a wide variety of expression so we'll make sure to have the link to that video in the liner notes of the show and you can click on that link and check out the video it's um really cool because in the live performance that we saw you we kind of got to see the the demo that was like a bit of the Mm -hmm. world premiere of the video and so the video was being projected behind you on the giant screen as you were performing well and is that what was in the that like virtual reality thing too is that that's a whole nother thing that we're oh, working on okay yeah um yeah but we can talk yeah about but we'll that save too. that one yeah um, <laughs> you know and so i we were talking also about how you know it's so easy to go into the dark you know in terms of like horror movies and um, you know, depression and how like enticing it is. And it just, you know, it's addictive quality. Um, and so this is different than that. This is like going into the shadow aspects of the self to be able to have healing so that it doesn't need to be perpetually played out as like a woe is me or a, um, you know, a weird, sick, addictive thing to, to like anger or, or whatever. So, um, yeah, I wanted to just differentiate for our audience that, um, yeah, yeah I mean, sometimes you got to go into the darkness to heal. Yeah, exactly. And there's a, I mean, he, you can't deny it. There's a certain honoring of it, too, is like, you know, Ka- Kali, the goddess Kali is terrifying. She's and like the scariest destroyer there yeah. is. But there's really big the medicine mother. there. There's really, really right. big medicine there of calling in that energy to destroy the things that no longer serve you to to purposely you know wreck and destroy the structures and systems that keep you contained overly or like controlled so we can honor the darkness in in a healthy way as we move forward into the light yeah all right gate of the snake
<laughs> wow, that one's so good. Um, I just love the whole tone. It's this really like ambient. Um, it really transports you almost right away. Like the yeah, like draws you in. I want to just like go live in that soundscape and like keep being in it. Yeah, it sounds it sounds almost like um like a temple. There's a very like ritualistic energy going on here. And then a lot of the imagery in the video is like that too. It's kind of like this almost almost space Egyptian yeah. kind of thing going on. Um definitely check out the video, anybody that's listening, and you'll you'll get to see Island, you'll get to see a lot of the other imagery and the art artistic um collaboration that comes together. And in the video, you see a lot of the work of your partner as well, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You want to talk a little bit about what she provides into oh, this whole yeah. experience? So um, in our show, so I'm Island Halogram, but then when I do my show, we call it I Am Halo. Um, and that includes the dancing and the projection mapping and the whole shebang, right? And then that's... A collaboration with Audrey Lane, who's my partner, who um, does projection mapping and directing and video producing and um, you know um, all kinds of visual art. So I do a lot of the audio and she does a lot of the, the visual art, and um, it's just super awesome collaboration because these days, uh, band is a little bit different thing than it used to be like if I had a whole band with me it'd be actually a lot harder for me to get gigs in my genre because it's electronic music there's like one DJ so on and so forth and it's actually a lot more valuable for me to have a projection artist a visual artist with me than like a bandmate yeah totally so um that's a cool evolution of of the music that I've been doing. Not that I still love playing with live bands. Right. <laughs> love it. Like, yeah. But, um, for this, but I love the, uh, collaborative aspect of this because we're both heading to, um, you know, to parts of the story. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you're going to play a show tonight in Los Angeles. You're going to be leaving here and then going. Yeah. We're playing there. Saturday actually. Okay. Um, at the Oomps festival. <laughs> right, and so, of course, the, they would love to have the visuals. Yeah, 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 um, everyone loves the visuals. Everyone loves the visuals, I mean, yeah. they're awesome. <laughs> uh, sometimes we also have Christoph, who's our dancer, he does, um, like, the martial arts dancing. He also is a visual artist, so he does some projections with her sometimes. So, right. So she sometimes has collaborators working with her, too. Um, which creates really cool effects where it looks like the visuals are like following you around. Yeah. So like, like an you're aura like or the a swirling you're halo like kind yeah. Of. yeah yeah you're like the the vocals and the DJ and like really holding down the presence on the stage. Yeah. Um and uh yeah and then all their stuff is like swirling around you. It's so cool. Well, it's so great because I I mean I've always imagined having that person like the other side you know, the performance person on the other side of the performance, which is so important but so hard to hone in because everyone wants to perform. <laughs> you right. know? And, like, there's few people who actually want to do the other side, which is, like, I don't know. I think it's cooler. Unless, I mean, I love what I'm doing, but 
I'd rather do what she's doing than do a little performance part personally. But right. I think what she's doing is amazing, and um, it's just so important, and it's just such a a thing that gets overlooked. I think totally, it's like it's seen, but it's totally unseen. It's like all of the people that are doing all the behind the stage stuff with the lighting and the, all the tech. It's essential. It's essential, and, you know, they don't always get, you know, acknowledged. Yeah, and so this is a little bit different in that way because it's like we're kind of like a band together. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? So, um, yeah, she's just a really important part of what I do. Um, yeah, so we like to get her recognized a little bit more for that. Of course, so. of course. Yeah, big ups to Audrey Lane. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, that song's totally awesome. Um, I, I just love the vibe. I love the message and the the feeling that comes out of it. And even in the title, The Gate of the Snake, as soon as I even hear that title, I mean, my mind starts to go there because I'm a metaphysician. And so I'm, I'm thinking into the behind-the-scenes aspect of everything and the energetic aspect of it. And The Gate of the Snake, right away, it calls to mind that Kundalini Awakening. Yeah. It's like opening energy of life force. And by using the term gate is interesting because a gate you have a choice of whether or not you step through it Mm. it isn't like you know the water slide of the snake where you're just getting (laughs) carried around like you you have to actively step through a gate and making a conscious decision to step through a gate you don't have to you could stay at the gate and not go yeah interesting i don't even think about it like that but there's there's a passive way and there's (laughs) a conscious decision that you have to pass through the gate of the snake or invite the snake to pass through the gate so and yeah. also really cool energy to be calling in as at a time when you're healing you know you had mentioned to us that uh creating this song like the lyrics and the vocals was all very easy for you and intuitive you know because you were in that sort of uh that different headspace but then when you sat down to actually do the production of it it was like you were relearning how to yeah yeah do you want to say any more it's any, like singing and songwriting is very intuitive for me you don't really have to think. Right, you channel it's the... Just, it's like the easiest thing to do with the head injury for me because it's the time when I'm thinking the least, you know? Right. Um, and less thinking means more open Yeah. Uh, to receiving. Exactly. Um, but then when I went to do the production of the song, that was so hard. Anything like that has been really difficult for me um, since that. Dice and your imagery, you use the... Uh, Kabbalistic tree of life. I was totally thinking that's that too. interesting that you uh, you guys noticed that. Well, yeah, we're Kabbalists. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually worked with a Kabbalist when I was writing this album, um, and he definitely helped me organize it. And um, there's definitely a lot of themes in in um, my EP. I am Halo. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of Kabbalistic themes, and I totally worked with a Kabbalist when I was recording it. Yeah, and I can so. even see that playing out in your own, you know, personal experience in your life, because the um, the more receptive, open songwriting conduit energy has been really available to you, mm-hmm. and that's that netsock. That's right. that like netsockian. Energy. Oh yeah, but totally. that hodian brain. Yeah, and then the hode is the technical capacity. The hode is all the, the technical tinkering and planning and like all of the little details. And so it's almost as if like the head injury kind of knocked you onto one end of that yeah, spectrum. Yeah, it did a little bit. extremely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like I am just intuitive. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> which is a great space to be in. You know, I think that our um, our world really values more of that, at least to the, you know, where we currently live, uh, values more of that masculine, hodian thinking, mm-hmm. you know, putting yeah. everything in boxes, planning stuff. Oh, we live in a super hode world. Oh, yeah. We yeah. very hode world. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. So I love that you're, like, paving the way and showing us how it's done, um, you know, even though it came out of a, a tragic you know, I experience. I have been playing with um, those themes already before the accident. Like, I've been thinking about Gate of the Snake as a theme for a while, um, but it didn't come through until... I was experiencing it. Mm. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and then it sounds too like by doing some of the things that maybe were even challenging for you, some of the music production and things like that, that was like pushing yourself to heal. And instead of like, you know, just throwing your hands up and saying, oh, well, I had this accident and I'm going to go into victim mentality and I just can't do this stuff anymore. You know, you maybe had to work extra hard or like even when your brain didn't want to focus on certain things by doing it is like the exercise. It was almost like a physical therapy for your brain connections. And inspires collaboration. Yeah. Yeah. I love collaborating. I mean, you just get bored doing stuff by yourself and then you don't grow, you know? Right. And, and we need each other in relationship to be able to like reflect and bounce ideas and, yeah uplift totally. yeah and fine-tune and hone and then the cool thing is is like when you're working with your partner audrey is you each have amazing work on your own but then when you come together you each like almost ask each other to up your game yeah you kind of like build each other up and like you bring your best right and yeah. then the visual components are even like more inspired and even more totally. enthralling because you're really bringing it right and it goes up and up and up and up because everybody's upping their game yeah, yeah. and then visuals are cool on their own mm-hmm. and when you put music with them i mean that's like the whole idea behind mtv in the 80s right it's right. like let's put some visuals to some music and how badass is that um and i feel like the visuals really um help to make the the, the vocals, like, larger than life. You know what I mean? She makes you into, into like, a superhero. And then we can, you know, you can see what we're talking about, too. Right. Because one of my main um, messages as, like, an artist is um, just um, awareness of your Torah field. Yeah. And, um, you know, how that works and, like, just opening fifth dimension yeah, I mean that's my whole mission, I guess. That's all simple stuff, people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have this video called "Who Is Island Halogram" and explains the whole thing. Great, uh, but yeah. So the thing that's great about the visuals is that she can actually sh- like show my tutorial the field while I'm singing, right? While you're walking around, yeah, and then. You know, even if you don't know what that means, you're seeing it, and so it's, it's you know, leaving a big impression. Yes, an impact for sure. Yeah, you know, there was another thing that was there at this uh, performance we saw you play live, and there was like a, it was like a storyboard for something really interesting. It was uh-huh, like some yeah. kind of a, a multi-dimensional <laughs> video <laughs> experience thing where it's like, real world island touches this holographic crystal and gets transported yeah! into dream world yeah. and then she becomes the toroidal field which then talks back to real world island it's like this really we're really into tech thing. stuff right so um and and video 
So we've been working with uh, this, the UW Commotion Lab um, to create a virtual reality experience. So I met them and I told them my whole story about Island Halogram and I have this whole like world that I made with like episodes and characters and cool. stuff. And um, I told I told them about it and they're like, what? This is perfect for VR. Oh my gosh. Like we've been looking for a story that makes sense in virtual reality and this makes sense in virtual reality. And I'm like, it does. Wow. It does make sense in virtual reality. That makes it actually makes sense why I've been working on this. Which makes me so freaking happy because we just took the kids to a 3D movie and um, and we also were listening to a whole podcast about virtual reality and I was like, I was like kind of pissed because the virtual reality that they were talking about was like you could get in a bar fight. Like, I know! Who fucking cares why about would you want that? Why would I want to be in a bar fight? And That's like, what I don't want to You can, like, throw people out windows in virtual reality. Or, like, the, the <laughs> 3D know, movie that what? we went to was, like, all, like, killing. It was, and, like, a two-hour like, fight scene. It was, like, a two-hour fight scene. I thought there was going to be more magic. So, but, that so I'm, like, is big. I'm, like, I cannot wait until they use this technology for some really high-vibe, awesome healing, you know, like, transformative transform- stuff. Yeah. That's one of my most, like, one of the biggest things about this, too, for me, is, like, why is there so much violence there's plenty of conflict you can think of that is not violence. Like, right. Like, what I just went through with the healing thing. Like, exactly. that's conflict. Like, why do you have to kill somebody to, like, tell an interesting story? Well, it's like the lowest you know? denominator. It's like the... It's it's such an easy game to play of everyone's fighting and everyone's killing each other. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's easy. easy. Everyone's mad and sad. So, and we... Scary. I mean... Yeah. It's there's plenty of other scary things that right. aren't harmful, right? That like help empower you, right? You know, and so we're trying to create something that also integrates like um, physics and you know astrology stuff like that, yeah. Um, and telling a story that's really imaginative, like um, when I'm walking through the normal world and then I get this crystal that transports me to the fifth <laughs> dimension where we're all superheroes that have um, their own special qualities. So I have these characters in the world, um, like my friend who's the dancer, Chris F. He's one of the characters, and he's like this spellcaster, and you know, yeah, I'm Island is. Halogram. So all the characters are empowered and awesome on their own. Because, um, you know, there's also the thing with not wanting to share power. Right. You know, right? Like if I'm more, if I if I step into my full power, then that may, you know, make you less powerful. Yeah. Or then there's like a conflict of power, and it's like, no, we can all be empowered. Yeah. And like everyone's <laughs> different, so it's great that we're if we're all empowered because then we have more to work with. Right. So yeah. It further promotes the health of the organism. So I mean, just like in a in a physical organism, whatever kind of animal it is. Um, yeah. Yeah, the individual health of the cells is crucial, and so we should all support each other. So, here's the deal. We wanted to play one more song for you <laughs> and, t- and talk about it and break it down, but what we're going to do instead is release that song as a standalone download. So, the song is called Thunderbird, and we're going to have that as an independent download, um, just the track. So, you can add that to your music library. That's a, uh, a free gift to you. Awesome. Is there anything you want to share about this song? Yeah, real quick. Um, so 
all, like I said, all the songs that I picked today were like totem animal songs. So this song is about the Thunderbird. I had this, again, I had a vision. <laughs> I had this like burned, like bird vision in my head. It was, it was neon though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I looked it up and it was the Thunderbird, um, which is actually a local story, mm. um, local Native American story. Um, and it's about the Thunderbird who goes way, way, way out, way, way, way out and you know, is like brings the spiritual energy back to the earth. Um, and I really related to that. Um, so this song is like, uh, about like the bravery it takes to go way out on the outskirts of reality and like bring that message back. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So check that out. Make sure to get the standalone download. It'll be available, uh, for you. And, um, let's let everybody know where they can find out more about you, where you're going to be, where to get more of your music, etc. Yeah, you got lots of shows coming <clears throat> up. Yeah, um, playing a lot of shows this summer. Uh, you can find out more about my shows on Facebook. I'm on Facebook, um, Island Halogram, I-L-E-N, Halogram, um, and there's videos and show dates on there. And uh, my album is on Spotify and iTunes, and you can download it on CD Baby. It's on Spot, like uh, SoundCloud. It's on all the you know main outlets. So I'd love it if you listen to my album. Yeah, <laughs> there's much more on there. Um, there's some songs that are not about totem animals. <laughs> <laughs> There's a song about hugging somewhere. There is a song about hugging. Yes. About snug life. Snug life. There's a song about cosmic spiral. Cool. There's a song about I am Halo. Yep. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing your heart and your beautiful presence. It's such a treat to have you here in the studio with us. My yeah. pleasure. Yeah. And um, yeah. Go see you, her live. Yeah. Go check out this it's experience. Epic. Watch <laughs> the videos. We'll have the links. D- download all the music. Um, yeah, support. Get that virtual reality when it comes out. Yeah, support the virtual reality. I'm sure we're going to be having some, like, fundraisers and stuff for that, so. Yeah. And this show, the Ecstatic Existence Podcast, is listener-powered and supported. So if you'd like to help spread the message of this show, exciting things like Island Halogram that you're not going to hear anywhere else, you can do it through social media. So share this with everybody, click like, uh, leave comments, let us know what you think, write reviews on iTunes, that helps a lot, subscribe there, all the different outlets you can find the show. You can also, word of mouth, just tell everyone you know. Simply tell every single person that you meet about this show, when they mention, like, hey, what podcast are you listening to? Ecstatic Existence. Just drop that name again and again. We'd love you for it. You can also choose to contribute to the show financially and keep us going with our hosting, posting, bandwidth, storage, editing, booking, etc. All of the things that it takes to create this content for you. That can be done at Patreon.com. Thank you so much, Patreon, for offering this service for creators. This is a way that patrons of the arts can contribute to their creator of choice. 
The person that you feel is creating content that the world needs, you can show support for. Thank you, Patreon. Look up Ecstatic Existence on their website. We'll have the links here in the show. I am Daniel Alcian. You can reach out to me, daniel at ecstaticexistence.com. Let me know what you think about our guests, our content. Um, let me know what you want to hear next on the show. If you have a suggestion for somebody that you think would be a good guest, or maybe you yourself would be a prime guest, reach out to me. I love working with people on an individual level, and this looks many different ways. It's really customized and catered to the individual. So reach out to you. This could be coaching in meditation, the use of mudras. This could be some spiritual guidance or a self-discovery session. Many different ways to have, many different ways to receive the support you need. Reach out. And I am Rachel Alcian. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram as well as at my website, rachelalcian.com. I'd love to be of service to you. I am overjoyed to be on the leading edge of health and wellness and inspiring women to create their own unique version of holistic luxury and vibrant sexuality. So this can be done through uh, various workshops, online programs. Maybe you want to spend a whole entire day with me or even a whole weekend uh, diving really deep into, you know, some of your shadows and some of your shit that's keeping you stuck so that you can really step into the next level of your evolution. Um, yeah, it's a real joy to be of support. Uh, we also have an awesome hotline number, which we love getting messages on. And so, yeah, please give us a call and let us know what you love, what you want more of, uh, who you want back on the show. Uh, maybe you know somebody that you would want to have on the show. Maybe that person is you. That phone number is 206-249-9064. 206-249-9064. Go ahead and leave us a message. And, uh, yeah, it really brightens our day. Yeah, you know, you want to share a joke with us or uh, an inspirational poem, love notes, whatever you got. Just yeah, reach feedback. out. We love hearing from you and knowing that you're out there. So continue growing and shining, everybody. We love you so much. Onward and upward. For a story that makes sense in virtual reality, it just makes sense in virtual reality. It does, wow, it does make sense in virtual reality. It does, wow, it does make sense in virtual reality. It does, wow, it does make sense in virtual reality.